the Long Story Short Podcast with Liz Calloway. Welcome to the Long Story Short, the weekly podcast on Burn Media. I'm Liz Calloway. If you're enjoying the Long Story Short, be sure to like it and share it with your friends. We all need to work together to save America. And now on with the show. It's Long Story Short with Liz Calloway. I recently read an article It says why this midterm election is critical to saving America. And it really got me fired up. As you know, Uh, this is, of course, on townhall.com. The author of that article is Scott Powell. He's an entrepreneur for more than 30 years, and he is also the author of a new book that you can get right now called Rediscovering America. And he's joining us live on the air. Good morning, Scott. Hey, it's great to be with you. Well, thank you for joining us. I, I just, uh, you know, we, we have some infighting going on in our local GOP party, which I am so frustrated with. We're weeks away from the uh, the midterm election. We are just uh, hearing more and more people quoting Trump from Truth Social saying, oh, see, this is why I don't like him. He doesn't mean, you know, they can't call him tweets anymore. But But the bottom line is, we need to pay attention to what's been happening to us by this Biden administration, and that's why I love your article so much. Well, remember, the, the, the opponents always, always want to divide us every which way because it, it weakens us and it distracts us from what's really important. And what's really important is the big picture, that our country is in a rapid decline and uh, we have to hold accountable uh, the people that have brought upon this decline, and that is the Democrat Party. So this is a this is an easy election for the common sense of the American people to uh, you know direct them in a in a in a way that you know when things are really going wrong, you vote the incumbent party out. You in this article say that this midterm election is critical to saving America. Why? Well. You know, we can look at so many different issues. I mentioned 10 different issues that have happened uh, on the Biden watch. And I think we always have to remind ourselves that it's really not Joe Biden that is making all these bad decisions. There are people behind Joe Biden who I believe really want to bring America down. Joe Biden is a puppet. We know that there are questions about his about the election, but certainly the man is just not competent. He's in, uh, you know, he has a, a form of dementia and, and mental lapses that are undeniable, and he's just incapable of the leadership that we need in this country. But in any case, under in his time and the people behind him, we have seen op- an open borders policy that is just unbelievable. The number of illegal. Immigrants, and it's not just uh, illegal, undocumented immigrants. It's criminals, it's terrorists, it's drug and human trafficking gangs that have crossed our border, and, and some numbers put the number up at five million people have crossed the border wow. since Biden's administration. And started. how many have died? I mean, you think about the people that have died along the track, that have been raped, that have been trafficked, that have um, been been just. Um brutalized along the way, yeah, it's, dying it's, in the it's, Rio it's Grande. The highest number, mm-hmm. it, it is the highest number by a factor of three, probably, of any previous period. And you can directly have... link it to the fentanyl poisoning that is going on. Yes. Sure. Sure. Yeah. If we say we care about Americans, we have to stop this. Because Americans, 
you know, we're bearing the 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 price of this uh, of this open border policy. I mean, we, you know, you don't have a nation unless you have uh, you have borders <laughs> and law and order. So. Uh, the second issue, of course, is, uh, you know, is that our energy situation was radically changed. We had energy independence in the last two years of the prior administration. We lost that because Joe Biden and the people behind him are against so-called fossil fuels. Uh, and so we had, you know, we had executive orders right from day one to stop the XL pipeline and then to reduce drilling and hydrocarbon extraction on public lands. You know, we, we came out of COVID with supply chain problems, and the energy, you know, the increase in energy prices and the supply chain problems has led to, you know, really runaway inflation that is, uh, uh, you know, really a function of the Biden policies. And then we look at our military that have been demoralized. Um, you know, we have the botched withdrawal of, of Afghanistan. Uh, we, we have uh, a forced vaccination policy in the military. We have critical race theory being being foisted on our military. All of this is negative. You know, the morale of the military is very important. Uh, and so, you know, these are just five of the 10 issues that I spoke about. We could talk about China and how China has purchased 191 million, uh, 191,000 acres uh, of uh, American farmland, and you know, with locations very near missile silos and military installations. I mean, this is crazy. It is crazy. I, I, I just went on a rampage before we got on the phone together on the air because um, what what I loved about this article is it gives people like me and everyone listening, the words to use when you're in a conversation. And and I, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about politics, but we have to. Like now it's the time that we really have to. We have to make sure that we are prepared with the facts and we can have your article committed to memory, have these 10 things listed in our minds readily available to pull out of the hat when they say, well, I don't like it when Trump said this and he was truthing this and forget that. Forget Trump. Don't spend your time defending Trump. He can defend. He's a big boy. Let him defend himself. OK, what we are, we are as Americans, we need to defend our freedoms. We need to defend our military, our first responders. We are going to be the military, as you know, the, you were so talking about how, how people are now having to quit the military because they don't have the right vaccination. Um, we, we are seeing police forces just by by natural attrition. People are retiring. They're not able to recruit new people. Uh, people are leaving the job or, or leaving the state and going to work in police where the leaders actually support the police department. And yet they're doubling down still on defunding well, the police. Uh, let, what is their goal? Let, let's, let's remember, what was the party that pushed the defunding of the police in, in uh, a large number of mm -hmm. large cities in America? Yeah. Who did that? The Whose policies were those? Absolutely. Those were Democrat policies. Yeah. So we, we go down the list of what the Democrats have done, and we can't really find that any of their policies have helped American people. I mean, we could even go so far as to say that the, under the Democrat Party, we've created a government against the American people, yes. a government that favors the rights of illegal 
uh, immigrants, giving them uh, health care benefits, education benefits, uh, paying, you know, for, for their, uh, you know, paying their way while American people are, are suffering. I mean, we are going through a difficult uh, economic period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, Americans just simply need to tap into their common sense. Yes. Forget party loyalty. Mm-hmm. When the government is failing you, when things are getting worse, you do not reward the incumbent party. You don't reward the party that delivered this mess. You penalize it. You vote them out of office everywhere, locally, statewide, and nationally. We're speaking with Scott Powell, a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute, and he has a new book out calling Rediscovering America. And before I talk about the book, um, you know, you you conjured up a feeling for me talking about what the Democrats, I always call them the party of death because they are the party against life. They're the party against liberty and they're the party against the pursuit of happiness. Because uh, honestly, if you can't make your own choices, we're, America is, is about abundance, abundance of choice, liberty, life, you know, seizing the moment and, and making yourself into whatever you want yourself to be. The obstacles are only exist in your mind. You can find a way to prevail and succeed in your world. And to me, it's just when we're talking about how life is is just unimportant to them. It's something that they they are happy to to talk about ending life when it comes to uh, giving birth up to the moment of giving birth. It is incredible what's happened. When you talk about the Democrats and how uh, they will celebrate, I'll never forget the moment I was watching the New York State Legislature, many of the members there standing and giving an applause, a standing ovation to when they extended abortion for any reason, under any circumstances, um, you know, up to the moment of birth. This is what I'm talking about. They're anti-life, anti-liberty, anti-the pursuit of happiness. Um, do you would you agree on that, Scott Powell? That they're they're against this the the regular American life that we've all you know the picket fence, two and a half kids, a dog, you know, a car for each person. I mean, they, they don't they're against abundance. Absolutely, uh, th- this is a a party that has radically changed. You know, the party of Harry Truman and JFK, uh, sort of the traditional Democrat party, has become a radicalized party. It is led by radical Marxists, uh, you know, who have a different vision for America. They actually see the dissolution of America as a positive step towards a new global order. They want to merge the United States and make us subservient to a new global order. And this is craziness. It is crazy. You you can't get accountable. You know, the larger the government is, the less accountable it is. And, uh, you know, we're having a hard time in our own country getting accountability. And that's why I think that it's important to focus on local politics as well as national <laughs> politics. Yeah, we but, have we have a, we have that problem locally as well. But, Scott, I need to ask you and uh, the conclusion uh, that you have in this townhall.com um, article It's important for patriotic Americans to do three things in addition to voting. And one of them is is actually the one I was just talking about, is educating friends and family 
who do not understand really what's going on or how it's all interconnected. Um, you know, tell us, you know, in conclusion, what you believe we need to be doing in order to save America, because every one of us can do something. Because a lot of people are saying, well, I don't like Biden and I don't like what he's doing, but I really don't like Trump. So I'm just not going to vote. Well, it, it, this is not an election about Trump uh, this year. This is about the main issues of our country. And uh, if you don't like what what is happening, again, I would return to the commons. You know, the the brilliance of our founders was that they created a system of checks and balances and correction when the country was going awry. You know, we have frequent elections, so the midterm election is the opportunity for the American people to say, well, we don't like what this new presidential administration is doing. We thought that Joe Biden was a unifier and a centrist, and that's why, you know, we felt that uh, we could vote for him. Well, it turns out that he is neither of those things. He is a device. His leadership is very divisive. Look at his September 1st speech in front of Independence Hall, you know, with with a red background. That, that, That was... Uh, incredible. And look what's happening to his Justice Department. His Justice Department is going after American citizens who are simply fulfilling their First Amendment rights of protesting critical race theory and sexual education before school boards. Those people are being hunted down by the FBI. Uh, It's preposterous what's happening. So, yeah. So to get to answer your question, um, you know, we the people uh, have to make the changes. You know, we're a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So each one of us has a responsibility uh, to to think about our sphere of influence. And there are some people that are that probably you simply can't influence. Well, don't waste your time there. But the people that are confused, that are in the, you know, in the middle, if you will. It's our job to educate them and reach out to them and encourage them to, to vote for change, vote for positive change. We can do that. And I think, secondly, we, we, uh, you know, we can volunteer at, at the polling places because we had voting irregularities uh, two years ago. We don't want that to happen again. So let's volunteer to serve at the polling places. And you have to do that now because there's training that you have to go through. Uh, I think our pr- presence at the polls can be a deterrent for, you know, for vote fraud and voting irregularity. And I think, you know, lastly, and perhaps most importantly, it's always important to pray, but, but our country needs our prayers. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, I would encourage everyone to be prayerful. And as you pray, you, can, you, you will find you're motivated to do something because it's not just enough to think about things and pray about things. We've, we've got to take action. Absolutely. So let's let's do that this this midterm election year. We're speaking with Scott Powell, a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute, and he has a new book out calling Rediscovering America. Scott, I want you to um, really address what you what you're trying to do with your new book, Rediscovering America. Give us your perspective. And the reason why I say your perspective is because I was reading about how you have traveled really the world and you have seen. Um, and spoken to probably many people about uh, possibly about America or what they think about being an, Americans. What did you learn from traveling those countries? And why is it important for people today to rediscover America? Well, it's a big question. We'll, we'll have to 
we'll have to have another session. Okay, so let's okay. do that. But, but uh, j- just so everyone knows, I was not a patriot when I left America. Wow. This was in the 1970s. This is post-Vietnam War period when, you know, the the morale of the American people, the the war took its toll on our feeling about our country, and I was I was affected by that culture. But in traveling to some 40-odd countries, many of them third-world countries, uh, over the course of several years, and I was a photographer, I was documenting my travels at that time, what I could see so clearly was that other countries have far more dysfunction and inefficiencies. And uh, it made me reflect on why you know why was it that America was far more successful, mm-hmm. and that when I returned it prompted me to, you know to to uh, uh, I hadn't finished my college education I went back to night school I studied American history that propelled me to study more and I ended up getting scholarships and I ended up getting a PhD and I've taught and I've written since that time but America is the most unique country in all of human history and people don't understand that. There are two, I'll, t- I'll share just two basic things. Mm-hmm. First of all, the founders who structured our government structured it to protect the unalienable natural rights of the American people. And we could, we could describe them as, 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 as is described in the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the freedom to do those things, that it was the government's job to protect those rights to allow people to be all that they could be. And America has that system. Now it's, you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of corruption in our system now, but those rights are still enshrined in our Constitution. That's unique. No other country has a government whose main job is to protect the rights of the people. (laughs) Government always usurps power from the people, right? Mm -hmm. But ours is different. Now, secondly... The most profound thing, one of the most profound things that's unique to America, is that the legitimacy of our government is only established by the people. It's, it is the people who, dec- who decide who is going to government, who is going to govern. And we give legitimacy to our government. So when we have questions of voting irregularity and vote fraud, mm-hmm. we have a very serious problem because we don't, we can't trust that the government is fully legitimate if it hasn't been honestly voted in by the people. Now, vote fraud has gone on in other countries. It's unbelievable that we've allowed that to happen in our own country. So we we haven't tackled it strongly enough, except in some states. Mm -hmm. But um, we've got to to have a legitimate government. It's unthinkable that we would be like a banana republic where our government really is not a legitimate government. So that has to be corrected. Absolutely. So I, I wrote the book yeah. uh, before the, you know, it was really before the 2020 election, hmm. uh, but I could see that we were in trouble. And so I wrote this book for the average person that's very busy, that doesn't have a lot of time to read. So the book is relatively short, at, at two, a little over 200 pages, and it is written like no other history book in that it focuses on the transitional periods of our history. So if you read the book, you will be fully equipped to be able to understand the virtue of America and to defend it, uh, because we're under attack. Mm-hmm. Our, our whole basis is under attack for, 
through the 1619 Project, critical race theory. We're tearing down our statues and monuments. It's, you know, we're attacking Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. If you visit Virginia, you'll find that they have, uh, you know, they've totally changed the house museums of the founding fathers to being exercises in critical race theory. It's, it's really incredible what we've allowed to happen. So we the people have got to change it. So that's why I wrote the book. I wrote it for the average person who's busy, doesn't have a lot of time to read. And you can find it very satisfying in that each chapter is a standalone chapter, a vignette, if you will, about a key period of our history. Well, Scott Powell, thank you so much for your time. And I do look forward to having a longer conversation on another topic. I really enjoyed our time together. Rediscovering America is a book that uh, you can pick up probably everywhere uh, books are sold. And, and of course, on Amazon. Um, Amazon, there's a lot of reviews there. So you can read the read what people say about the book. And that'll mm-hmm. that'll tell you what you need to know whether to buy it or not. Yeah. And thank you for letting us know your perspective of leaving the country as, you know, someone who wasn't patriotic and you know, learning that, um, it's, uh, you know, well, it I gave me perspective yes. and that's why you find that immigrants are so patriotic. It's just quite mm-hmm. remarkable because yeah. so many immigrants came here to escape, uh, you know, the oppression and the corruption of their own countries because America was still that light on a hill, the shining city on a hill. Let's make it that way. Let's, let's, let's return to that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I couldn't agree more. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Scott Powell. I look forward to it. Thank you. The Long Story Short Podcast with Liz Calloway. Thank you for downloading Long Story Short. If you need to reach me, you can always email me at LizCallowayLLC at gmail.com. That's Calloway with all A's. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a review, like, and share it with your friends. Until next time, I'm Liz Calloway. 